hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor, and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Scalabro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods, a.k.a. a.k.a. two Go- bros, one nose, a.k.a. Uh, two dudes, one attitude, a.k.a. George Center, a.k.a. two Wolverines, one Sklarantine. Correct. Uh, we are so happy to join you uh, after a couple of weeks of insane, moving, critical, important protests out there, being a part of it, however you guys are being a part of it, supporting however you're supporting, uh, we support you. And we support everybody who watches and listens to this podcast for whatever reason. We set out to create a podcast that gives people a break, a chance to recharge batteries. Yep. Maybe we don't it's there are moments where we dig in and it gets heated, heated on here, sure. But that's just because it rises above that. We try to give people that chance who are in the fight, whatever you're doing. If you're a frontline uh, worker, you know, a health worker on COVID, this is your chance to kind of take just a step back and not think about all the stuff you did that day. If you're someone who is struggling with your job to keep your business and whatnot, we're giving you that little break. If you are someone who lifts other people up. We're here to help lift you up in that moment, and that is exactly what we're going to talk about at the top of this show, because something personal and incredible happened this weekend, and it was born out of what we shared from our lives, really Randy's life and family's life on this podcast, and the power of it. The power of sharing your story, the power of sharing the difficulties that you're going through or anything that's happened to you, sharing that out into the world is a powerful tool because other people can latch onto it, connect with it, and use it to inspire Be inspired by it. So Sunday, we were, I was walking on Sunday. Okay, I got off done walking with my friend, and we get a text from our buddy Scott Rogowski, Rags, who we love so much, uh, did Sklars and Stripes with us, and he was the host of HQ, someone who's important to us. He said, got a text from his buddy, 
saying this, I, he was listening to the George Floyd memorial service, and he said the Sklars were name-checked in that. They just got a shout-out by Reverend Stackhouse. Yep, Christopher Stackhouse, Doctor Reverend Dr. Uh, Christopher Stackhouse. Who gave the eulogy, one of the most uplifting, amazing, incredible speeches. And not sh- just because we were mentioned. No, but shouted out this unbelievable that, that we got shouted out in this thing because they he was referring to the story about my daughter's putting up the signs, having them ripped down, putting them up again, having them ripped down, that woman coming at my wife on next door, me going after that person and standing up for what's right. You know, if I told we told that story in a very heated way. I was sweating as I was reading you my next yes. door responses. I didn't know how it was going to go and I was sweating, but it meant something to me and I didn't want my my kids really wanted to do something in so, this moment. So so your kids, you know, we obviously understand that you know, because we're white, we don't face the same issues and the same difficulties that our black brothers and sisters in this country have to deal with on we a regular basis. We don't all we aren't pulled over by the cops and asked why are we in this neighborhood? We aren't harassed in a way that other people and so we can only stand with them and support them yep. and ask them how they're doing and also put up our signs to say we're with you. This fight is not just a small group of people fighting against the status quo. This is a larger group of people. So Randy's daughters wanted to join the fight and then they faced firsthand day after they got into it, opposition, aggression, people trying to take them down. Tear literally. down what they tearing down their Tearing down the goodwill that they created. And so we share that story. Well, Apparently, it got through, and I'll explain how it did, but this amazing person was talking, and he- and we'll He name-checked put, nobody else. We'll, we'll put that as our opening clip. The opening clip, let's do it as we go to break. Okay. We'll put it as we go to break. We'll play the two-minute clip of, and I highly recommend going and watching the entire speech. You can, yeah, it's, you can it's an incredible it. speech that builds that, you know, whether you believe in God or not, it quotes the Bible and at the same time turns it, is, it and creates, it, it makes relevant a biblical verse to the moment that we are in right now in a way that... I have seen very few people, maybe Rabbi Sharon Browse at ECAR, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a couple other moments in my life, but it was a stirring speech. It was a moving speech. It was a hopeful speech. Yeah. So and the hope and for the- us to be associated with the part of the speech that represented for this man, when he looked out on the horizon and saw signs of hope, signs of, in his words, God's, God's hand, hand coming this telling way. Telling him to come this way. When if, To be associated with that, to have our name invoked even in the heart of that, it was it, it was it, a surreal moment that lifted us up and we'll forget I, about us. It shows that even the smallest of of things that people do can get noticed by this man in North Carolina. He noticed it. The signs got teared down and they got put back up again. They got teared down again. But guess what? He saw it. Just like we need to see people from all, even if we're in Los Angeles, we need to see people in, in Minnesota. We need to see people in New York. We need to see people in Louisville. We need to see people in North Carolina. And see Houston. their experiences acknowledge it, connect with it. It was unbelievable. So we're going to play the clip for you, the two-minute clip when we are, are, are done here. But the best part is we're like, we got to find this guy and thank him and tell him how much, how great his speech was because it's just a gem. And we got to tell So we he posted on about it on Twitter and we posted the two-minute clip on our Instagram and our Twitter if you want to watch the two-minute clip, but we're going to put it in this thing right here. So he... he then we out. followed him, and then he followed back us, and I started to— and he also posted on Twitter 
that he mentioned us in yeah, his that's speech. Right. That's right. Like he, he's the first one who reached out to say, hey, we I didn't want to because we're like, this is not about us. This is not about this. We and then when he did it, we're like, but it's he okay. said to us, "Hey, I mentioned you in my speech." And then he reached out to us on direct message. So I reached out on direct message, and I he said, "I had the honor of doing the George Floyd Memorial Service this past Saturday. In the eulogy, I mentioned the efforts of your children to stand with my community, the Black community, and I want them to know the small gestures can positively impact people they may they have may have never met. That is unbelievable. Well, I mean, and put it's a heart. also what we argue on what I argued on our on next door and on nextdoor.com. It's what you argued in the face of a I'm woman like, you who said, think, you think these signs are for us. They're not for us. She, si- she couldn't have got Lauren on next Lauren on, on nextdoor.com said, you just put these signs up for yourself. Virtual so you, signaling for yourself. So you can just take a selfie in front of, that's not what it was for. And she called them idiotic signs. Well, now who is idiotic in this moment? Because those signs meant something to someone. And I then went back and I'm not going to read you my whole thing, but I just lavished praise on him and thanked him for it and told him how great the speech was and what it meant to us and what a moment it was for our, my girls to watch him speak about them at this memorial my children, service. My children who weren't part of the sign, but I explained to them mm-hmm. the story of the science. My children, to hear their their last name invoked by this gentleman who had them enwrapped through this whole speech and was getting them emotionally riled up and connected to him, that was a huge moment. So I wrote him and then he, I asked him, I said, you know, by the way, uh, how did you how did you You're come fun. upon the story? Because we really only talked about it on this. Right. We only talked about it on Sclabra Country. The I think you did. posted... On Instagram, photos of them, but, but I don't not know, that it got ripped. Yeah. That, not that it got ripped down, and nor the nextdoor.com. And I thought maybe a parishioner of his that listens to the podcast and told him about it. I don't know. So then he wrote this back to me. This is so good. He wrote this back to me. I heard about what your family was doing because I listened to your Virus Edition podcast Monday through Friday. It's a great way for me to unwind from the heavy responsibilities of my day. There you go. We're not. Just here to do this for hipsters in Brooklyn and Portland and Austin, okay? We are doing this so that it reaches anybody. And there are times where Randy and I have sat down and said, I don't know if we can do this today. I don't know if I have it in me to do this today, or how long are we going to do this, or should we continue doing this podcast? I'm going to say this. He then give a really nice comment. You, you and your brother are hilarious, by the way. The stories you tell are amazing. And then he quoted... I cut a you hair. I cut a you hair. He quoted, I cut a you hair. Oh my God. When I listened to how your family was trying to support black lives and somebody was mean enough to try and diminish your children's efforts, I was inspired to say something. Little things matter. If we allow those who peddle hate to convince us otherwise, right. then they succeed in silencing us. So we have now come at it. We went back and forth a couple more times. I've asked him to... to do a voicemail for us, which hopefully he'll get to me. I hope I don't want to be on him, but tonight that we can maybe put in tomorrow. If we don't do it in tomorrow's show, we'll hopefully get it before the end of the week. I just want him to speak directly to you guys. This man is amazing. I I love him. And I know you do too. And I'm just inspired by the fact that comedy and a message Reach. I mean, we reached across the country. We reached comedy, ac- politics, civil rights. They we reached all across the country. We reached across race. We reached across religion, and we met 
at the center point of understanding, and it is here. I'm so excited. For those of you who didn't hear, we're going to play for you right now. We'll play for you the two-minute clip. Two-minute clip of leading up. Again, I highly recommend you listen to the entire thing because it's totally worth it. But we're going to play you the two-minute clip leading to Where what? Where he builds up and gets to referencing... Uh, Daisy, and, Daisy Georgia. and Georgia and what they did. And uh, we'll we'll use that to go to break. Uh, we love you guys, all of you, everybody who's listening to this. Tell the people in your life that you love them. That's such an important thing to do. And what I realize right now, how important that is. Share so, this. We love you. Share this podcast with other people. You never know who it's going to connect with and who it's going to inspire fulfill, beyond. Exactly. Fulfill a need for. It certainly fulfills a need for us. So, so this is the Reverend Dr. Christopher Stackhouse. Uh, check it out. It's the two-minute clip, but we highly recommend watching, listening and watching the longer. We'll be back after the break. I dared to have faith, hoping that this time when I looked up across the mountaintop to survey the landscape of America, I hoped that I'd see something when every other time I looked in, I'd seen nothing. I said amen from my conversation with God. Floyd family, you said amen from your conversation with God. And we look across the American landscape and just like the servant, that, that nameless servant in the Bible, when we looked across the landscape of America, I see it. I see it. It's off in the distance. I see it. It's small, but it's moving this way. Yeah, yeah. Moving this way. I see it. I, I see white evangelicals who are usually silent during racist times beginning to speak up against the hate of racism. Yeah. I see God's hand moving this way. I looked and I saw protests had started. And when the camera zoomed in, I saw there were as many white faces and as many Hispanic faces as there were black faces. We were all coming together in unity for humanity. And I looked and I saw God's hand moving this way. I looked, Floyd family, and they arrested not just one of the officers, but they arrested all four officers that took George Floyd's life. I looked and I saw God's hand coming this way. I saw police taking the knee. I saw a sheriff calling out other sheriffs. I saw the military take off their riot gear and walk with people. I saw God's hand coming this way. I saw, I saw the, I saw the Scalar brothers, the, the comedians. I saw that they had children that made signs and when hateful people took down their signs, our Jewish brothers and sisters went back up and put the signs back up. I see God's hand moving this way. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, we want to mention that we've got our uh, YouTube page. That's youtube.com. Look up Sclubro Country. Uh, we're starting to put up uh, clips of the Okendo special. We're going to just like segment it out. I think it's like in 12 different segments. We're going to start to release those. What's interesting about the Okendo special, which I will share, which is fantastic. It's the only time our father, our late father, who we loved and feel connected with, only time he was ever on TV. And he's on that first segment. It's so worth seeing. If you want to understand who we are and our philosophy and and just how much we love Dick Sklar, you got to watch this thing, okay? So it'll be on, again, the YouTube page. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Go around, watch all the videos. That really helps us out. And it's fun. It keeps yeah. you going. All right. 
Let's get into this final story. Uh, if I, you're wondering about what's happening in China, if things are back to normal, are they back to status quo or pre? Yeah, normal is a corona, little. Yeah, pre coronavirus China, maybe they. I'm gonna tell you they are. They are, and this story illustrates it right here. Okay, a 30 year old man in China had a whole fish removed from his rectum after he allegedly sat on it by accident. You did not allegedly sit on something by accident. So in order to allegedly sit on something by accident, you have to be wearing nothing. Right. So there's there there are so many things that you did to make you this You have to be pu- unaware that it's going in until it's all the way in. Okay, so let me get into this. Gruesome footage shows medics removing a dead blue tilapia from the well, patient's I, if body. If it wasn't dead before it went in, it's definitely dead now. <laughs> I'll never eat tilapia again. No. And yes, I watched the footage, and yes, it was a whole fish, scales and all, sat on by accident. There is no way. I mean, at least, unless it's, your skin, at least it's not a catfish. Yeah, and let, which would have been terrible. Because if it was a catfish, it could have been somebody in Alaska. Right. Just another person. You know, you don't want to get catfished when trying to sit it's on, on a catfish. whole fish. True. At a fit, like unless you're skinny dipping at a fish farm and you didn't real and you thought you were sitting on a bench and then you sat down, like that's the only. I'm trying to think of a way that he could have been surprised by it. Okay, you shouldn't be naked in a fish because people eat that. Anyway, Jesus, have you ever heard the phrase, Jan? I'm just going to throw it out there. You can't swim in the Yangtze Cayenne River without sitting on a tilapia. Have you ever heard that phrase? No, I have not. No, because it's not a phrase. That's not a phrase. It's not a phrase that anybody's ever said ever. You don't accidentally sit on a fish. You just although that feels like, you know, what do you got a fish up your ass? Like that feels like something someone would say to say. Get that fish out of your ass. It's right. relax or you know wiggle it out. You don't feel comfortable, so now you have to clean it before you actually clean it twice. Scale, scale it back. No, no, no. No one's eating that. Sitting on the fish or sitting on fish. By the way, as I was thinking about it and saying it out loud, could be. Like a podcast that a Jewish kid from uh, who went to school up in Burlington, Vermont, uh, graduated in '99. It's him, and he has a bunch of, of like rehearsal was, sessions from right. the mid '90s of fish that he's been sitting, sitting on, on for like <laughs> ten years. So he's gonna release one every single <laughs> podcast ever. Sitting on fish, fish. with uh, Brendan Holmberg. Okay. Uh, Reports from local media did not specify the fish's size, but they specifically... I saw it. It's big. It's what a, is it? Like, it's a real big fish. Sell out this big? With me, my friends. It definitely was big enough to raise all the questions that we're raising. Which okay, is like how, how in it, the world... Did it go in Why there? in the world? How did you not know you were sitting on it at the, like the head alone? The incident is believed to have taken place last Tuesday. Yeah, at that point when it's up there and you need a doctor to get it out, so that's I think the that's other the point where you stop lying about how so it got there. So that's the other way. We'll get to that. Now, okay. now, to me... I feel like for China, I'm just going to say that out there, now is not the time for people in China to be sitting on fish. Right. Given what we kind of, some of the rumors and others, now is not the time to do it. If you have to do it, can you wait a little while? Right. Can you just wait until, doctors made like this, sh- this guy might have to be quarantined for like five years. Doctors made a shocking discovery during an x-ray scan after the 30-year-old man had gone viral for severe abdominal pain. I love that he went to the hospital for abdominal pain. I'm feeling this weird pain in my side. And made the doctors figure out what was going on. Yeah. That's that's it. Is that the thing that bothers you the most? That bothers me so much. Make them find the root of the problem. You know why your stomach I don't know. My stomach's been giving me problems. Uh, Maybe it's indigestion. The first thing out of your mouth is, I'm at the hospital, I sat on a fish, and I'm really sorry. That's it. 
Guys, I did something horrible. Yes. What? I sat on a fish. There All right, get no, it out. <laughs> there are no symptoms. <laughs> what if like a walk in the hospital? Guys, I sat on a fish. And then someone from the back is like, I love that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I sat on a fish. I'm sorry. There are no symptoms. There is no pathology. This is not nothing but you sat on. It's your I fault. will not waste 30 seconds of your time. Try. I will not waste 30 seconds of your time. I sat on a fish, and I am sorry. I am seriously embarrassed about what I did. Yes. Okay? The patient who remains anonymous. Wait. I feel like we should all know his no, name. No, no, We need to know who this right? is. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he chose it on the fish. This is the kind of thing where we need to know. So nobody puts it up there without his permission. Am I right? Right. Am I right, Jay? The accidental fish up the rectum, that's not a thing. Yeah. Here's what his statement actually is. The man claimed that the fish slipped into his rectum after he'd accidentally sat on the creature. Accidentally sat. Again, you're not explaining how it's that happened. It's not an accident. Jay, how did that this happen? This guy was so uptight, a fish went up there and came out fish sticks. That's <laughs> This is not an accident. It's premeditation. It's premeditated. Okay. The man eventually came to the hospital after failing to remove the fish from the backside himself. Yeah. You're going to need professional help. You can't go up there and get it yourself. Once it's in there too far. So the medics had to surgically cut open his belly to remove the dead. It was a C-section. Oh, essentially. There you go. From his rectum because, quote, the fish was quite big. Is that a medical term, quite big? He was like, can I hold him first before you clean him off? The mistake was quite big. Yeah, it was a massive mistake. That's an error in judgment. That fish was this far from his rectum when it was up there. That was our dad's old joke. I caught caught a a fish fish this far from shore. Classic dad joke. (sighs) Are you surprised? Are you surprised a fish out? Like, who's surprised in that incident? You know what I mean? So we used to go fishing. With a nurse our said, a nurse could be heard in the video saying, it stinks so much. She said it in a way that she sounded surprised. Now, I don't know Chinese inflection, but she sounded surprised. Subtitled? Yeah. You're surprised? That's like being surprised that Donald Trump is race baiting. Yeah. That's surprise. You're I like, can't believe. I don't yeah. get this. He's we, all it, of a sudden, he's trying to start stir stuff up. Instead of uh, uniting us, he's dividing us. I don't it, get it. It remains unclear if the patient has fully recovered from embarrassment. So, You're never going to recover. So when we were kids, Randy and I, our dad, I don't know if we talked about this on our on, on this podcast, mm-hmm. but we've talked about it before. Yeah. We'd go fishing with our dad mm-hmm. and our we dad. We did talk about this. The Big Bertha? The big Bertha yeah, pole. we did. Yeah. So... This feels like I didn't see the size of the fish. I'm only here about. I'm not joking. It's this big. That I'm. This is not. It a feels joke. like what Big Bertha would pull out, and then we could go home. Yep. That's the one. Fi- if you get just this size fish, we had a good. We day had fish. a good day. We had a good day fishing. Go get this go. guy. Sat on it. Like to me, if it's a minnow, if you sat down and a minnow shot up there. And you're like, ah, it's nothing it's we can a do. Sardine, I didn't know. I, I'm not sure. It was an accident. I said, you didn't accidentally. This is huge. Sit. Another elderly Chinese resident. How was it sitting? Was it? Was it? I don't know. Standing up so that you? I don't. Chinese resident. And who sees a fish standing directly like this and says, "Let I me need to sit, sit there. <laughs> Let me sit there." An elder, another elderly Chinese resident, recently had a ten-inch chopstick lodged in his belly after inserting it. Into his backside out of curiosity. I think we talked about this on Dumb People Town. You have to be so curious. He was eating a tushy roll. Curiosity has been known to kill a lot more than a cat. All right, 68-year-old man from Hubei climbed, claimed that he was interested in checking the backside after developing piles. Uh, Everything about that sentence is wrong, even though grammatically it's correct. Mm -hmm. The patient was discharged from the hospital after they removed a metal stick 
from the pen, uh, pensioners. So he's stuck in Sailor. So the fish, by the way, metal. That's not a chopstick. That's a chop pipe. Jesus. Media reports do not specify the chopsticks' lengths, but the Chinese cutlery is about 25 centimeters, 10 inches long. An elderly man, the elderly man visited the hospital in Zhangjiang. Uh, I mean, is, is, this, is this how we know China's back? That, that they're back sticking things back up there? I mean... He walked into the hospital. I guess it's like billions of people. There will be people with these issues. He said he was suffering, again, from a severe abdominal pain. The reason I tell both these stories is that both people did not walk in. Go and, If you did something to yourself... Don't make the doctors guess. Don't make them run tests. Don't make them do x-rays. Say, I stuck this up inside me. You and can now t- I'm terrified. That's right. You could say, please don't tell anyone. D- don't act shocked when they show you an x-ray with the chop pipe up there. Yeah. Okay? It's there. A duty doctor gave an x-ray scan, and we spotted a metal object in the patient's abdominal cavity. Right. The elderly resident confessed to the medics that he was using the stick to check his hemorrhoids out of curiosity. How long did it take him to confess? That should have been right there as you're signing the paperwork. Did you eat anything out of the ordinary? No. no. Uh, did you fall down on something? Re- no. no. Were you fishing? Re- no. no. Oh, yeah, I did stick a giant stick all the way up into my stomach. <laughs> it's, it's as rare as sitting on a fish. I love that podcast. Sitting on a fish? Sitting on a fish, I think, needs to become a new corporate term. Yeah. You yes. really don't sit on the fish. He on sat this on the fish on this. That's one. That's right. He really and, sat on the fish on this one, and and the whole situation does. It not means smell he did something small that is now ma- that he didn't tell us about. Right, and <laughs> now it's going to make his did, life hell. Somebody, did. <laughs> right. So, I can't believe that paralegal agreed to retype all the notes from the Messersmith case this weekend. Well, he really sat on the fish on that one. Or it's they're covering <laughs> up a small mistake. <laughs> Covering up a not small being mistake honest and not just being forthcoming. Honest and forthcoming and just explaining what happened. And then now it's a way bigger problem. If you would have been honest, if yeah. you would have just yeah. said, This is the deal, or I'm into this, this is where someone someone doesn't have someone in their lives to say, Don't do that. Right. So like you're single. You're single. If you have a wife, if you in this guy's case, a wife or a husband, I don't know what his He's sexual 30, orientation though. is. He's young. You're too young to make that choice. You can have that instinct inside of you. Girlfriend, boyfriend, friend, really close friend. Someone's just like, hey, hey, don't, hey, hey, I see you putting that fish on the couch. Don't, I know where you're going with this. Don't do it. Yeah, you don't want that. Well, I'm going to close this show out with an ancient Chinese proverb, and I don't know if you know this ancient Chinese proverb, but you give a man a fish and Mm -hmm. he eats for a day. Mm If a man sits on a fish, he'll never eat fish for the rest of his life. I don't know how this guy can do I mean, unless he thinks that's how he eats. <laughs> is to is to It's like Coke in the butt. Right. You know what I mean? It's like butt chugging. Or like there's that notion of like, maybe I can get this in there and not get the calories. This is how far we've taken dieting to a whole new level. If I get I'm it just out, saying we're back to doing this stuff in China, and one can only hope that we'll be back to doing the stupid things in that our keep country. America going. That's right. uh, that, that we've built this country on that's in many right. ways. That's uh, right. All right. That's show. We love you guys. All of you. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Those who we know and those who we don't know, tell people about this, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. Uh, and hopefully we can get this voicemail from uh, Dr. Reverend Christopher Stackhouse that we can uh, put in the show either tomorrow or the next day. I'm fingers crossed. He, he sends it our way. Uh, he was it's like, a I'm beautiful a- thing. I, I don't feel like I've been, felt more connected than that moment. So this, I'll say this to you. If you see somebody doing something great, whether it's someone you know or someone you just admire, call them out. 
Connect with them. Let them know. Tell them that they're doing something that that inspires you, and that will make now more than ever because they're doing it, but you're going to make them feel good too, and you have that power as well. All right. uh, Punch a water faucet. Go wash your hands. Stay connected. uh, Stay protected. Don't get infected, and um, we'll see you tomorrow. Starbanes Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.